Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. I think I've been pretty clear with people. I don't want to have the last month be a like a send-off or you know a pity party or you know, that's not how I feel. Um, but but I'm I'm it's time and my body's telling me that my head is telling me that and I don't want to stay on for the wrong reasons and and I I, too, I hope I have too much respect for not just the game but for this organization to do that and so I've been pretty clear with the guys I work for and told them to start preparing because it's time. All right, yeah, it's time to appreciate Terry Francona. You just heard him right there on MLB Network Radio. Certainly imply that this is going to be his final year. It's 23 years in the major leagues as a manager. Four years with the Phillies, eight years with the Red Sox, 11 years with Cleveland Indians slash Guardians. And, of course, two World Series titles with the Red Sox, 2004, 2007. Made the epic run with the Indians in 2016, just managing his ass off in that world series and one of the best who has ever done it i think no doubt about it a hall of famer and we are going to look at back at terry francona and really look at a guy who not only had a lot of success had the world titles but also to me a big part of it is he adjusted to the game like you go back into that clubhouse at any time and baseball changed. The players changed. But he adjusted to the game. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to have a lot of tributes, I feel, like to Terry Francona here as it winds down. But what we wanted to do to kick things off is I sat down with Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash, of course, the manager of the Tampa Bay Rays. And 
and we look at a lot of guys who have played with or played for Terry Francona, who has managed or coached with Terry Francona. And Kevin Cash is a unique guy when it comes to that relationship. Obviously, the two are very, very close. Cash played with uh, under Francona with the Red Sox. And, but he also was hired by Cleveland to become the bullpen coach. Now, you go back to... When, excuse me, when Cash was hired back then, Cash was an advanced scout for the Toronto Blue Jays, had no coaching experience, but it was hired as the bullpen coach for Cleveland. And then off of that stint, off of being mentored by Terry Francona, got the interview with the Rays, the Rangers before that, but with the Rays, and got that job. And so this is a guy who you're going to want to listen to when it comes to all the good in Terry Francona, the relationship building, how it feels to be mentored by the guy that we're talking about and the guy we're trying to honor today, which is Francona and this baseball isn't boring on the go. All right, I sat down with Cash. Hope you enjoy it. At BB isn't boring. Go listen to the great Nick Green talk about the best team and the best player in baseball, the Braves and Acuna Jr. We dropped a little bit earlier today, but we want to keep the ball rolling. We want to keep the momentum going. And that is coming in the form of a conversation with Kevin Cash. All right, just a couple guys talking about the old days. Um, all right, so Tito, we you know we don't know what exactly what's going to happen, but I think it's time to appreciate him, and I think that both of us can appreciate. But you can appreciate him probably more than a lot of people that even I know. Um, the first question I would ask is sort of what makes him so special? Just the way that he treats people, uh, the consistency that he comes with, the way that he goes out of his way to, to check on his his players and the people that work for him on a daily basis. I mean. I got to see it firsthand as a player, as a coach underneath him uh, you know, in Cleveland. And then also, you know, coaching and managing against him. That has brought another element that when something goes sideways, generally he's the first person that calls and checks on me. And he doesn't have to do that, but our relationship has become so strong that I'd like to think we do that for each other. That's pretty cool. When, when is a, Do you remember the first time you met him? I mean, this is going way back. Uh, first time that so I... Probably was... Two, seven oh, spring training. Oh yeah. seven, yeah, I do remember. Oh seven spring training, Boston. They used to make us do these stupid uh, trials, like strength tests, to start spring training with, and we had to do these suicide runs. And I certainly wasn't in shape to, to do them, so I did my suicide run. I'm on my back, gasping for air, and he comes over and says, "Hi, Terry Francona." Um, I think he did it on purpose, knowing that that I was clearly out of shape, and he was just rubbing it in a little bit more. But getting to know him, and look, I didn't get to know him that well in that 07 spring training but I got to watch him and I saw how he interacted with a pretty star-studded lineup and team uh, and it was really impressive to sit back and watch. What's the thing, so there's obviously as you know, there's different parts of being a manager from the, in terms of managing a clubhouse, like you said, this that was an eclectic group, I mean that was <laughs> yeah, it was, and so so what did you take away of like how to manage a ton of different personalities, especially bigger personalities? Yeah, um 
that's a that's a kind of a loaded question. Look, he he did everything he could to build the relationship and the trust with that individual, and I think he had to get there differently, probably twenty five different ways. Because uh, that, like you said, the characters of that 07 team, as talented as they were, there's no doubt there were challenges. And when you're dealing with the superstar studded cast and you're trying to keep everybody happy and pulling in one direction, I can't think of a guy better to do it than him. So, and, and then there's the in-game stuff. And as you sort of evolve as a manager, there's probably stuff that you think, oh, yeah, okay, I remember this happened or that happened. What do you remember sort of picking up from him the, as an in-game manager? That kind of came a little bit more in the days with Cleveland, getting to coach with him and had the discussions after the game and being able to ask him questions and why did you do this? What were you thinking then? Uh, and there was ne- there's never any ego. He wanted to help and kind of at least teach his thought or give the best of reason as why he thought what, what the decisions were to help the club. You know, the, the Red Sox teams, while I was there, they, they kind of managed themselves. There wasn't a ton of pinch hitting. There wasn't a, it was the bullpens were set up, but in Cleveland, it was a different roster and, and they were, the availability to make some of those decisions and the questions that arose, I thought he handled about as well as anybody could. So when you're coaching with him, what's the thing, like, you see him in a different light, obviously. You get to go in the teacher's room, you're the substitute teacher, you're not the student anymore, right? Yeah. So uh, what was that, I mean, was it like, oh, this is this is a little different? I saw, I think, a, 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 a very authentic version that as frustrated as he might be after a game, or maybe coming in the next day, the second that clubhouse opened, how he could flip a switch and stay consistent to who he was, whether it was players, media, uh, front office personnel, clubhouse guys. You're not going to find many guys that don't have just raving things to say about Tito, and to do that, you got to reach out to many people, and he did. Last thing, and I should have prefaced this sort of the interview by warning this because it's the your favorite one of your favorite Tito story so I will ask the question really slow so you can think about it you've had a lot of time with Terry Francona and I'm sure you have a lot of stories to tell but is there any one or two that jump out for you there's the kidding around stories and the laughing stories Um, those will never go away but just the getting the specifics I don't know if I could pinpoint one but getting to spend all that time with him whether it was riding to the ballpark talking to him after games going out to dinner meeting up in the off season I mean that relationship has meant the world to me so I think that stands at the forefront of anything Florida you're Florida State right yes so I'm fascinated with the Deion Sanders Terry Frank like the coaching tree, I, I, I just I don't know why I just thought of that, but I would love to get those two in a room. So anyway, all right, thank you. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.